This is keep me free. Oh, I love being free in my Lord. And see, when I say keep me free, I'm not suggesting that in my wisdom, in my understanding, I've found the perfect formula for life. I'm not saying that in my understanding of my life and the lives around me, I've found some sort of a unity, some sort of a, a agreement, some sort of similarities with the environment around me. I'm not talking about that. I'm not speaking on such subjects. I'll leave that to the, the secular humanists that want to combine man with God without the Savior. Who want to combine the needs of humanity with an eternal purpose without a Savior. I'll leave that to the secular humanists. You can bleed about humanity with no blood. You can cry out for a lost world with no savior <laughs> that has no desire for a savior. <laughs> you can spend your time trying to convince those that hate the Lord Jesus Christ that there's something better. <laughs> Go ahead on. I'm saying that I'm enjoying the fruit <laughs> I'm enjoying the joy. I'm enjoying the joy and the fruit <laughs> of knowing this man. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, uh, a whole row of people just jumped up and shouted, amen and hallelujah. <laughs> I'm enjoying the fruit of knowing this man, <laughs> the Lord Jesus Christ. See, I'm trying to say something to you. <laughs> I don't care what you've been told about it. I don't care. I don't care what you heard or read about it until you begin to understand and enjoy the personality of your Lord, the personality of your God, the understanding of your God and your life. You're missing something. You got to understand until you understand that your joy, your peace, your sanctity, your life exists within a relationship in the name of Jesus. See, I'm trying to teach you how to be saved. Hallelujah. I almost jumped out my skin. You know how to be born again. That's not your problem, born again, believer. You know how to say, Lord, come into my life. Come into my spirit. Give me your Holy Spirit. Be with me forevermore. Make me a part of your kingdom, Lord Jesus. We know how to say those things. <laughs> That's the part. That's crossover to the bridge. That's the crossover bridge, see. That's the crossover bridge, see. You gotta understand, see. That's the crossover bridge. When you said, God, I believe your son died for me. I can't maybe explain it, but something about it suits my spirit. Something about it suits my needs. Something about it calms my life something about it makes me sleep a little better at night knowing that if i died that night you would come and claim me something about it i just love and i accept it see that's the part that crosses you over to the other side in the name of jesus you just passed from death to life <laughs> in the name of jesus see 
But many born again believers, they crossed over, they crossed from death to life, see, but they live in the rural areas of the kingdom, see. You know, the kingdom has a city with walls and gates. You got to understand what I'm saying to you. Many born again believers cross over the bridge of decision, cross over the bridge of their will, cross over the bridge and say, Lord, I want you as my Lord and Savior. They cross over in the name of Jesus, but they don't enter the city in the name of Jesus. They don't pass through the gates in the name of Jesus. So they wandering around outside the city in their spirit. They're wandering around outside the culture of the city that's in their spirit. In the name of Jesus, when you got born again, a kingdom was created in your spirit. A kingdom was created in your spirit. In the name of Jesus, that kingdom has a culture. That kingdom has a mindset. That kingdom has a will. And it will reflects the will of the Savior that sits on the throne in that kingdom let me let me stretch it out stretch it out you know mary had a baby and <laughs> you should always be pregnant with the will of god <laughs> In your spirit, the born again believers should always be pregnant with the will of God in their spirit, ready to birth it out. I see something. It's becoming a little clearer. You know I'm shaky, Lord. You're going to have to steady me a little bit longer in the name of Jesus. If you so desire, Lord, you give pleasure. You get pleasure. You gain pleasure and satisfaction from knowing my life living, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I want you to benefit from every breath I take in the name of Jesus, Lord. But let me get back to the landing place. Let me get back to the place. Many born again believers, you cross over that bridge of decision. You ask the Lord to save you. You ask the Lord to come into your spirit in the name of Jesus. And you are indeed born again in the name of Jesus. But for some reason, you don't know how to cross. You don't know how to enter the gates. You don't. You know how to cross over, but you don't know how to enter the gates of the kingdom. This is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem. And see, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is a problem solver in the name of Jesus. <laughs> the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is your problem solver in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Many born again believers live their life outside of the kingdom. <laughs> Outside of the pleasure, outside of the peace, outside of the will, outside of the joy, outside of the wonderful things that the kingdom has to offer them that's in their spirit because they live a soul life. They live a soul life. What up, dude? They live a soul life that's devoted to soul things. They live a soul life that's devoted to soul mind. They live a soul life that's devoted to things that are of the soul, things that are of the emotion, things that are of the reactionary spirit because of what you go through in the physical. See, you got to understand many born again believers are so attached to their physical life that their physical life create a whole emotional dynamic in their existence <laughs> that they are privy to, <laughs> that they force themselves to be privy to because they don't know the sound of another voice, the voice that's in the kingdom that's inside of them. I said I wasn't going to go off. 
<laughs> I got one sword, one sword, <laughs> and I'm going to swing it. <laughs> I got one shield. <laughs> I don't have a multiple. <laughs> I don't have a collection of shields. <laughs> I got one shield. It's called faith. <laughs> I got one sword. <laughs> it's called the word of God. See, <laughs> in the name of Jesus. See, I don't have a collection like you got a gun collection. See, I don't need a, a, a smaller gun for this and a larger gun for that. I just need one sword in the name of Jesus. Fashioned and forged in the fire in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Seven times in the name of Jesus. That's all I need. Because <laughs> in that word there is blood. You got to understand something about the word of God. Inside the word of God flows the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have to understand it. Both Old and New Testament. The blood of Jesus Christ flows through the whole book. Let me once again get back to my subject, the believers. You're on the shoreline. You're outside in the rural areas. You don't have any running water. You don't have any indoor plumbing. You don't have any electricity. The wilderness, the wilderness is whittling away all around your structure. In the name of Jesus, why don't you raise up your head? And why don't you rise up and come on up out your space? Come upon out your place. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says that the, the, that the young man came to himself while he was feeding the swine. <laughs> he came to himself, body of Christ. Won't you come to yourself <laughs> and know that your God is waiting for you, body of Christ, man and woman, boy or girl. Why don't you come to yourself and know that your God is waiting on your repentance, waiting on you to change your mind, waiting for you to have another thought life, waiting for you to decide that you want to live a kingdom lifestyle. You want to stop sleeping around. You want to stop Stop whoring around. You want to stop cheating. Stop lying. Stop pretending like the world loves you and you love the world. That the world will accept you if you more like it. I see you, pop star. You know you love Jesus. I see you, you the one that does this, the one that does that. I see you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you got seduced by the evil one. I understand it's so easy. You're all trying to be pop stars in your mind, see. We are pop star generation, see. Everybody want to be liked. Everybody want to be known. Everybody want to be this and that and this. We want to be wealthy towards people. Want to be wealthy towards situations. Want to be wealthy. But we are impoverished towards our God. We are impoverished towards our God in the name of Jesus. I want us to get some wealth that we can deposit into our account in his kingdom, in our kingdom. Kingdom. I want us to accumulate wealth that we can deposit into the bank account of the everlasting account given to us by the kingdom, by the kingdom maker, by the kingdom store, by the record keeper of all time. Our Lord Jesus Christ is keeping a tally. A tally and a cali. Somebody need to look something up. Our Lord is keeping records. My God is a record keeper. I'm happy he's my record keeper, see. 
You know that's scary, frightening, wonderful, amazing, all at the same time that I, in the name of Jesus, want my God to judge me, want my God to examine my reins, want my God to test me, to kick the bricks. I judge myself first, Lord. Let me check my first self, Lord. Let me run over my own life first, Lord. In the name of Jesus, you, you, you try my reins then, Lord. You try my heart, Lord Jesus. You kick the tires Take it around the block. See if there's been any wickedness in me, Lord Jesus. I'm not asking you to break me, Lord Jesus. I'm going to break myself first in the name of Jesus. I'm going to break myself first, Lord, and come to you humble and come to you in peace, Lord, and come to you with a humble mind and ask you to forgive me for my sins. The psalmist said, I'll be sorry for my sins. See, I was sorry for my sins. Sorry for my sins. Sorry for all the years I walked away, ran away. Didn't want to be a part of your kingdom life. Didn't want to know you. Didn't want to talk to you. Didn't want to be a part of you. Because I had another agenda in my ears. See, I wanted to dance around. <laughs> I wanted to flirtate around. I want to rotate around in the cesspool of your enemy. <laughs> Let me just call it like it is. Let me stop acting like I was doing something noble. <laughs> you need to stop acting like you doing something noble. You not. You just rebelling against your living God in the name of Jesus. You just trying to do it in a way that don't bring immediate judgment on your life. See, many born again believers have learned to tip message of the gospel they learn how to do just enough evil to be a little tasty but not too much to have the judgment of god pour down on them see you've been taught in many ways in the churches that been formed by god's enemy to tiptoe around god you've been taught how to come and have a nice little session a nice little this and a nice little that and we all go home happy see you gotta understand that anytime you get before a preacher Anytime you get before a place where the living God is, you should never be comfortable with your lifestyle. You should never be comfortable with how you think in the name of Jesus. If it goes against the word, the will, the power of the spirit that lives within you, you should never be comfortable with a mindset that's not like the Lord. Oh, Lord, help me, help me, help me, Lord. The landlord, uh, uh, landers. There's not a lot of preachers, Lord. If I could just say something for a minute. I don't run into a lot of them, Lord. I hear a lot of people talking in preacher style, but I don't hear what they're saying in the name of Jesus from the Spirit. The Bible says that God sends a preacher. you got to understand that God has to send a preacher. How can they hear unless they hear a preacher? And how can they hear a preacher unless God sends one? Has God sent your preacher to you? <laughs> That's the first question, I guess. Well, maybe the second question might be, do you even know what a preacher is anymore? <laughs> or do you think a charlatan is a preacher? You think a, <laughs> a shuckster, a snake oil seller is a preacher? <laughs> Has the enemy perverted the ideal of a preacher so much to you that you can't tell the difference between the fake ones and the real ones? Well, I'm going to give you a little... Uh, 
sound a little is a little deep understanding about a preacher one thing about a preacher you have to understand his main goal his main purpose his main focus is one thing one thing that's declaring the lord jesus christ as the savior of the world the soon coming king and the judge of the earth his main message does not vary from this single fact that they in his heart and him in his heart believe that this Lord Jesus is all in all. There's no deviation from that spirit, the spirit that's in a preacher. He gonna talk about Jesus. He gonna love about Jesus. He gonna walk about Jesus. He, when he stumbles, he gonna fall into Jesus' hands because he gonna lift them up because it's all about Christ. That's why he's sent. He ain't trying to negotiate your belief system. That's an evangelism. Evangelists will negotiate you with your, with your belief system and strike a happy medium. He wants to show the power of God and strike a, not a happy medium with you. But he want to do just enough. To be obedient to his God and be attractive to your needs. See, signs and wonders follow an evangelist. Because he's got to feed you. You'll see a preacher. We'll declare came from whose table you eating from <laughs> who bought that loaf of bread that you're consuming who put that clothing that outfit and that garment together that you wear that's what a preacher does he declares where you got that meal from who's the rightful owner of this spiritual vehicle that's a preacher he declares who's the rightful owner of this spiritual vehicle.